Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Joyce Barry and Friends, the number one worldwide radio show. Shows outrageous and it's contagious. It will lift your spirits high. You'll feel that you can fly. Transform your attitude. Fill it with gratitude. Cut loose and improvise. It's coaching time today. Joyce is a great coach with an extraordinary approach. Fast on the upbeat, top of the heap. A wild motivator, great stimulator. Unstoppable in a humoristic way. Life lessons with passion, joyfully today. You want Joyce as your coach if you want this to be your best year ever. Coach Joyce here. I want this to be my best year ever. I want this to be your best year ever. I want this to be the best year ever for Dr. Bob Rutolo, his fabulous kids, his fabulous wife, and we all want this to be the best year ever for all our friends, our family, and loyal listeners worldwide. Welcome to Joyce, Barry, and Friends. We are broadcasting live across America and around the world. This is the Hour to Empower, with stimulating talk, views you can use, memorable quotes, and powerful life lessons. We always have hot guests and cool topics. We even have cool guests and hot topics. You always want to tune us on, tune in, and tune up with us to hear the best of the best. You do not want to miss any of our shows. Each show goes into our archives. Log into Joyce Barry and Friends.com, Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E, and you will see each guest and each topic on our homepage. You can play and download any of our shows, always informative, inspiring, and motivational. You want to share these special shows with your friends, family, and contacts. You can follow us on Facebook and become a Joyce Barry subscriber and even a fan by going to our Joyce Barry and Friends fan page. Be sure to check like. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us by going to our Blog Talk Radio homepage and clicking follow right below my picture. You can also message me in any of these venues about our show, about our guests, about anything. My official website is JoyceBarry.com, Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E. The chat room is open. Log into the chat room, have fun, and chat away. I go back and forth into the chat room during the show to see what is going on in there. Motivation, inspiration, and an education. Positive, happy thoughts to improve your life, health, and finances. Take positive actions to create a gratifying lifestyle. Life lessons from me, your host, Joyce Barry, straight from the Coach's Corner, and then you will hear from our wonderful guest today. Folks, every day should be treated like a special day. We wish you the finest of friends, the opulence of opportunities, the magic of miracles, and the happiest of days. May this year be your best year ever. Welcome to our show today. What an inspirational show we have for you. The show is inspired by Michelle Obama and picked up by Dr. Bob Rutolo. 
Michelle's new book, Becoming, is extremely empowering. She discusses the extraordinary challenges and overcoming the many barriers and obstacles on her unique journey with Barack to and beyond the White House. The politics in America, the divisions, the problems we are all facing will be addressed. Michelle is a formidable force that still wants to make a difference outside of her role as a former first lady. And today we have the man who always makes a difference in my life and with our show, Dr. Bob Rutolo. Welcome, Dr. Bob. Well, thanks so much, Joyce. It's so wonderful to be with you today and to have such a topic to discuss. So thank you for your time and your audience. I know when the book came out, it was an instant hit. Instant. What made you want to choose this particular topic today? I know you're a voracious reader, and uh, why this book? Why now? Well, I tell you, I... Looked at the title itself, and that that kind of gripped me real quickly. Uh, becoming, uh, it, it, it relates so much to the kind of work I do, and and uh, my kind of uh, uh, my connection to uh, to her and the world. Uh, when I got into the book itself, I said, and just read the few pages that I'm going to share with you today. Uh, it was it was grasping. It was like, oh my goodness. Uh, this is an awesome, awesome book. And as I got, it, it is so well written, so smooth, so elegant, so uh, informative. Uh, I just got caught up in it, and I couldn't put it down. My poor wife never was able to access me for a few days as I went into the book and looked at it. So it was really kind of inspiring, and I believe that it is a something that all of us uh, ought to consider reading if we want to understand not only this person, but the time in which she lived, the, the life process. There were so many learning lessons in the book itself. So I can't say too much about it, George. Thank you. I got that. But what do you say to the people that were always anti-Barack? What do you say to them that maybe they can let go of some of that and learn something? Well, you know, I, I really, again, very good question because sometimes – the name itself, uh, the, what we hear, just pushes people away. And so uh, I would say to anybody, no matter what their political, uh, uh, political affiliation is, that uh, don't look at it as a political book itself. I mean, it is a life story. It's a life story of a person, uh, an Afro-American person who grew up in, in the urban city of Chicago, who has a background of deep roots in the South and the, and the black, uh, black history, who's come on the scene, who had a tremendous, tremendous family upbringing, at the core of the family, what we can learn about family living in, in, uh, in that particular background, and then moves into our education system and all the challenges that, that she had in our society. But this woman itself, this is not a political book. This is a book, a uh, history uh, of, uh, I looked at it, it was interesting, Joyce, when I uh, read this book, I said, oh my goodness. Uh, uh, see, I have, I have a background in social work. I did my doctoral studies at the University of Pennsylvania. I taught, in, I taught in clinical practice. I taught in medical schools. I taught in law schools. Um, uh, everywhere I looked, I said, oh my goodness, there's such riches here. Uh, things that I had taken for granted uh, from the point of view of our historical roots and our, um, uh, our family history, the importance of family, the importance of community, the importance of the society, the importance of our educational institutions, our political institutions, it's all there in contemporary writing in an eloquent way. Um, and by the way, yes, this person happened to move into the White House and and I tell you, never, never did I ever understand and appreciate what it's like to live in that bubble, living in the White House. And I've read a number of books from, from presidents and their families. This book tells us exactly what like to bring up a family in a White House. So I, I ask people, let the stereotypes, let your thinking move aside, read a good book. That's my take on it, Joyce. I'm so glad you addressed all of that so people know it's not political uh, as a reason for writing. It's more to inspire and empower people. 
than to uh, address the politics of it all. Because I have so much respect for her. She has so much class. She's so charming. When she said, when they go low, we go high, she won me over right then, right there, as a major fan of hers. Joyce, let me share with you uh, just a few excerpts from the preface that she writes. Because it tells you the, uh, the, uh, the essence of the book itself. There is a lot I still don't know about America. This is her. About life. About the future. About what the future might bring. But I do know myself. My father, Fraser, taught me to work hard, to laugh often, to keep my word. My mother, Marion, showed me how to think for myself and to use my voice. Together, in our cramped apartments in, set, in the south side of Chicago, uh, they helped me to value our story, that means the family story, my story, all about her, in the largest story of our country. Even when it's not pretty or perfect, even when it's more real than you want it to be, your story is what you have, what you will always have. It is something to own. So she's telling us that our story it's important. Understand where you come from, your roots. Understand who you are as a person. Understand where you're, bringing, where you're being brought up and the effect of your community on you. Understand how you can touch the world around you and make a difference. Your story is important. I thought those words were unbelievably capturing uh, when I read the book. The preface was nice. As I went through the book, I understood and appreciate every word she put in that preface. That's an example of the power of this book. Yeah, and she's extremely bright. An American lawyer. Uh, she went to um, graduated Princeton University and Harvard Law School. Following her graduation from law school, she worked as an associate in the Chicago branch of the firm, Sidley Austin, where she met Barack Obama. She married him in 92, and the couple have two daughters, and she played a major role in her husband's presidential bid, scaling down her own professional work to attend to campaign obligations. So, so much. So important. What a, what a rich background. And what you just said in the last few words were so important. This was a very difficult decision for her. Here she was, a, uh, a, a lawyer uh, in uh, in a, one of the top firms in Chicago, uh, uh, positioning for being partner, uh, and she uh, met uh, Barack Obama, and through and actually he came as a student to, to her, a graduate student in Harvard. She mentored him, uh, and and that relationship began to grow right there. And as she got to know this man, she uh, began to think about her future. This is a woman who planned every step of the way from childhood to teenage years to college, her career. She had her life mapped out. I mean, she was an organized, planful, uh, goal-driven person right from the beginning from when her parents brought her up. And, and to make that transition and that decision change when she and Brock uh, met uh, was not an easy thing to do. And having to change her whole script in those early days of their marriage and the political career was unbelievable. So it's, it's really a wonderful, wonderful life story. I love that she considers her most important title, mom in chief. How great is that with everything that is in front of her with her life, her career, her husband, she really places tremendous value on being a great mother. Very true. Her, her early years in, her, in, in life and in family life are rooted deeply in her, the importance of family. Uh, she had a very dedicated father who she, who she uh, was very close to. Here's a man who worked uh, 30 years or more uh, uh, for the city of Chicago, I believe, uh, for the, uh, as a civil servant. Uh, and uh, and had a, a health condition that w that was a chronic health condition for for years. And this man got up every day, uh, worked, supported the family, uh, and, uh, and and a mother who was extremely dedicated to uh, to her daughter and and her son. Um, they they would a devoted family to the children. She learned very young the importance of meaning in family, the close ties with aunts and uncles. Uh, 
uh, and, uh, and the lessons she learned from each one of them were deeply ingrained of her. So when she uh, became a, a grown-up woman and made, it, and made a decision to marry and have children, mother was chief and mother. I just love that title. Absolutely. Mom and chief. <laughs> mom and chief. And mom first. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that her kids are the heart and center of her world. Uh, I like that she said you can't make decisions based on fear and the possibility of what might happen. My goodness, how often when we engage in conversation with people, they're afraid of so much and they're personalized and they're nationalized and they're globalized. The world very much today is is based on fear. She said you can't think of the possibility of what what might happen. She's so positive. It's just a pleasure to hear her words. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, uh, it, she had a, an ability to turn the negative into the positive. Uh, and that was, again, yeah. uh, uh, ingrained into her as a child. Her, her mother was so important to her to give her a voice as a young woman. Uh, and she had a very, very supportive older brother. As a matter of fact, she followed the footsteps of, of her brother early on in her school years. And he was a, just a, a, a tremendous athlete, a tremendous person, uh, uh, and uh, just uh, really uh, laid the foundation for her. And, um, uh, and he, of course, went on to be a very successful uh, person himself, uh, uh, teaching, coaching, and what have you. Just a wonderful, wonderful uh, person. So, yes, yeah, just... I also love this one because it's so telling. Being president doesn't change who you are. It reveals who you are. I thought that really nailed it on what we're dealing with with our president. It reveals who you are. Oh, absolutely. It's interesting when uh, uh, she learned so much about uh, uh, the world around her uh, moving into that the echelons uh, of politics uh, and and then eventually uh, into the Oval Office and and she says that America is not a simple place uh, its contradictions uh, uh, set her spinning um, she found herself uh, uh, at Democratic fundraisers held uh, in Manhattan penthouses sipping wine with wealthy people uh, and it's interesting uh, as she has experienced a uh, the, the dichotomy that happens even within families with regards to husband and wives and uh, in the richest of families where the, the differences of, uh, of how, uh, how they saw uh, uh, our economy and uh, our, our political process. Um, you know, it's just, uh, she says here, it, it was, uh, she, she talked about children's issues and, uh, uh, and, and then uh, some of the women said to her, their Wall Street husbands would never vote for anyone who ever thought about raising their taxes. I mean, it, it, she came across all these kind of uh, differences uh, uh, in, uh, in the experiences she had. It was just, uh, just unreal. Agreed. And this was really inspiring. We should always have three friends in our lives, one who walks ahead who we may look up to and follow, one who walks behind us, who is with us every step of our journey, and then one who we reach back for and bring along after we've cleared the way. That's amazing. One behind, one with us, and one ahead of us. Well, one thing really became very um, uh, apparent as she uh, shared her story was how important her friends were and her friendships and how those long lasting friendships uh, went from early childhood right up to uh, uh, her adult years. And, and they were, and, and exactly the way she described them, they, they were there for her and she was there for them. You know, it's just, uh, it was, it's really uh, uh, interesting how it says, she says here, honestly, um, I began, uh, uh, I, I know we're dealing with a lot here, but I know it's going to save you, uh, uh, save you anytime soon. This is when she was talking to, to uh, the people here. Uh, she was talking to, to, to young people and uh, um, says, um, one of them gave me a candid look. It, it's nice that you hear, uh, hear it all. 
uh, he said to her, shrugs, but he says, but what are you really actually going to do about this? Uh, and to them, uh, she said uh, she represented Washington, D.C. As, as much as she did south, the south side, she was talking to people in, south, in, uh, in, in the south side of Chicago. Um, and then she said, honestly, um, I know you're dealing with a lot here. Uh, and I know that you're going to, going to say uh, that, you know, I'm not gonna, I can't say you at this time. Most people in Washington aren't even trying. A lot of them don't even know that you exist. I explained to these students that progress is slow and that they can't afford to simply sit and wait to change them. Many Americans didn't want, to, want their taxes raised. Congress uh, couldn't pass a budget. Uh, and, and, and what you're saying, you have to do something yourself. You have to be able to take responsibility for who you are and where you are. She never, never, never uh, re, uh, uh, removed from people a responsibility to take ownership for their own situation. Uh, and, and it was so, uh, when I listened to her and the roots that, uh, that Barack had in community organization, community development, I said, oh my goodness, they brought that with them all the way along to the White House from the point of view of the importance of engaging people and getting them to take ownership and responsibility for wherever they are in their life situation. It was really kind of a, it's, it's, uh, to me, that was where the uh, inspiration came and the, uh, the willingness to help and support others in being successful in their lives. When she talks about becoming, she talks about ownership and that we are on a journey together, that, we, that it isn't, you never, you never arrive and what was really kind of interesting when she started talking about her transitions in her own life and in her career, she's now at another uh, apex of her life and, uh, and, and a new beginning. So it's really very, very inspiring about what life's journey is all about. Absolutely. I can see how you're taken with this book. What drew you to it in the first place? Were you a Barack Obama a fan of his, or just something told you, because there's so many books that have come out in the last couple of months, tons of books that have come out. What drew you to the book? Well, I I have uh, followed them all through their political career, um, only because I think, it, 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 well, let's face it, I, I'm, I'm a student of psychology, a student of society, a student of, uh, of history, and here are two people uh, uh, who are coming to the White House. I mean, you know, uh, and when Barack was um, uh, uh, moving in his uh, political career and then made a decision to, uh, to run, uh, one of the first things I p- picked up was uh, An Audacity of Hope, the book he wrote, because I was interested, what does this person have to say? So that kind of, again, that was kind of the first book that I read of, Avac, of Barack that inspired me and got me to understand what he was bringing to the White House. Uh, so, um, and then How was as that I, book? I, pardon? How was that book? Oh, it, it, was, book. it was an excellent, yeah, Barack's book was very well written and, and very helpful to understand uh, where his platform came from, uh, what his roots were. Uh, how, what is it now, you know, and what his intentions were. I mean, um, he, uh, he really, uh, and again, uh, uh, as I mentioned earlier, that uh, my uh, early studies, uh, I was interested in psychology, and, I, and then um, at that time, this was way back in the 70s, uh, most of the programs that I looked at were, um, uh, were research-oriented, and I wasn't interested uh, in, uh, in research psychology. I was interested in practice, clinical psychology. And so I wound up getting involved in uh, a program, a master's degree in social work. And, I, and the reason why I mention this is because part of my experience in learning had to do with community development. I was working in um, communities uh, outside of um, uh, Halifax and Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, rural communities, and helping them to become engaged in, and involved in their political and social structure. Uh, and, uh, and, and at that time also, that was at a local level. On a, on a national level, uh, I was involved with the, the Black Panther movement at that time. They were, uh, and and the, this was back in, in the uh, 60s and 70s. Um, 
I became uh, very much involved in community organization. Uh, and I'm, I'm trying to think of the, the particular person uh, that uh, I was enamored with because of his radicalization in community organization. His name will come to me in a moment. Uh, anyway, um, I, I was in, in, involved with that when I was at, at a faculty at university. So I, I understand, and, and really at that point in time, uh, in the, the 60s and 70s with regards to the, we had the war in Vietnam, we had, uh, uh, we had the racial uh, uh, movement in the United States. Um, I was in my young career then, um, uh, and I understood the, 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 the need to move beyond um, the dynamics of, of, uh, of social change at a family level, but at a societal level. So I've been kind of a, a student of this all my career. And to see Barack come into the, from a political perspective, into the White House with a community organization, community development background, I said, oh, how unique. And then when I understood, and in and, and this book, uh, with regards to uh, Michelle's book, was extremely helpful in understanding the differences that she, of her growing up uh, in a uh, uh, urban uh, black community, and Barack's background. I mean, he may be African American, but a completely different background, uh, a mixed racial background, uh, a, father, uh, a, fa a father from a different country, uh, a, a white mother uh, who was kind of a free spirit. I mean, these were two different worlds coming together. You can't, black isn't black, uh, you know. It's like it, it's like the Italian Irish coming together. You see two two Irish, uh, uh, an Italian. My wife and I. I'm Italian background. She's Irish background. The only the only thing we have common is is our Caucasianness from the point of view of our whiteness. Uh, our our family backgrounds were so different. So we we get we get caught in uh, stereotyping color in this in this country and in this world and these aren't just color issues they just mask a whole bunch of other issues so i i found this so rich when i was uh, watching uh, this uh, 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 these this couple coming into the white house radically changing being i mean the opposition they met at the senate in congress uh, uh, and you know it's really interesting when you see in eight years the progress they made. However, <laughs> Michelle is unbelievable when she, when she talks about the transition of her out of the White House and what's in the White House now. I mean, I tell you, let, let me just uh, go tangential for a moment, just, just for a moment. Talk about paradox in our lives. I, uh, What's to me, whether you're a fan please. of his or not, I'm saying to my audience, I just find it so sad that this president has put so much time and energy into taking everything as relating to uh, Barack's legacy and his contributions to this country and systematically trying to destroy each and every single thing that he did. He always... Uh, was out for him with the whole Bertha thing and everything else. But every single thing he did, this president is out to destroy him. Well, you know, I, I, I agree with you. But I, I say to everybody who brings it up, is we, have to, we have to step it up a bit. What is that telling us? What I mean by that is we have to go above that, look down on what's happening. Uh, I agree. I mean, you know, sometimes um, – Radical change is um, is met with another radical force, and we had this. We we don't you know I mean eight years in the White House is nothing compared to to, to uh, a historical perspective. It's a it's a scratch in time, and uh, Barack and uh, uh, and Michelle made such a difference uh, through their position in the White House. And what we're having now is a tremendous tremendous uh, tsunami against that. That's what that's and, and all all this gentleman in the White House now represents is the tip of that tsunami. So look beyond him. Look at the factions and and action and, and reactions we have in our society. That's what we have to look at, and we have to say how do we how do we address those? One way we address those is by in the political arena is what's happening today, and that is that we get our butts out and vote. 
and we start and, and societally we start addressing uh, uh, we address this at every level at every level. I tell you, if we just if we just look, he is just the eye, the eye of the giant. Now, of course, uh, you know it's all nice to blind the eye to be able so the giant doesn't know where the hell to go, but uh, that's all we have there. He's a symptom of a bigger problem. So. Uh, Anyway, that's how that's how I deal with it every day. Uh, <laughs> and you keep your sense of humor no matter what. Well, you know, I mean, I, I must say, I, I just read those words in the in, in the preface, and I I think I must must have had a similar learning because uh, uh, she says here, my father Fraser taught me to work hard, and thank goodness my family did. Laugh often, and keep my word. So I, I, believe in, I believe in all that. And the last one, my word. My word is my integrity. When I think of what we have in the White House now, I don't know what a word means. They re- redefine it every day. Talks about fake news. Well, fake news is what I hear every day out of the White House. So, you know, right. uh, those, words, those words are precious to me. And so I ask your audience if those words are precious to you, understand the root of those words. And the understanding of the root of those words go back to her upbringing, the character, the integrity, the having a voice, taking an active part, engagement, working as hard as you can to achieve whatever you can for the good of you and others, serving others. I mean, that is the essence of what comes out uh, in this book. I don't care what your racial background is, what your political orientation is, the character of, the, of what is portrayed in that book's critical to our well-being and our, in our future. Along those lines, Michelle says, and I quote, success doesn't count unless you earn it fair and square. Absolutely. Absolutely. And let me say to your audience is that uh, uh, be very clear on how you define success uh, and make sure you look at it in entirety because success is not success to me if it harms others uh, uh, in the process of achieving your own goals. If you can achieve your own goals and do no harm to others, then your success is worthy. Uh, So, uh, yeah. Well, that's where the golden rule comes in. Do unto others as you would have others do unto you. And to think of that our commander-in-chief, the leader of the free world, is such an anything but a role model. It's just so sad. It's not the country that I know and love anymore. It's very scary. It is. It is. And uh, also, too, uh, you talk about the golden rule, and I appreciate that. And I like the platinum rule uh, is do unto others as they would like having done unto them. In other words, uh, many times those people whom we serve don't think and behave or, or have the same desires we have. And so whenever you're working with others, understand who they are and then help them to be successful in their own world. What on earth is that? While we try to figure out what what that is, folks, uh, let me share with you why you should be listening to our show every day. All inspiring and uplifting, and in the words of our health guru, Beverly Nadler, why it's so good for you and your health. Listen to me. I have something to say about a wonderful way to start your day. A way to stimulate your mind and increase your energy, make you feel so good. And guess what? It's free. Weekdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, hear the Joyce, Barry, and Friends show. You'll find it on the Internet, on Blog Talk Radio. This show is upbeat and fun and very inspirational. It's informative, educational, and very motivational. There's the Coach's Corner, great quotes and news. There are suggestions, perspectives, and advice you can use to enhance your life and improve your health, plus clever, simple ways to increase your wealth. 
Joyce's perceptions and personality will keep you captivated, and her guests from many walks of life will always keep you fascinated. When Joyce and her friends speak, it's like you're in the conversation. This is part of what makes her show so unique, really a sensation. For Joyce's friends are not only the guests you're listening to, they're everyone who is tuning in. Yes, I do mean you. So refer your friends and family. They'll be so pleased to know. And let's make Joyce, Barry, and Friends the number one Internet radio show. And, folks, we ask that you partner up with us in having that happen. Please go to Joyce Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E, and friends.com, and, of course, spelled out, Joyce Barry and friends.com. You will see the home page, my picture on the left side, and right under that it says follow. And if you click on that, you will uh, know about every show, every guest, every topic. So if you cannot join us when we are live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 24-7, you can hear it in our archives, any show for the past over eight years. They are all there. You arrow down. You see what resonates with you. You click on it. You can download it, play it in your car, share it with friends, email it out. They're all designed to be impactful in your life. Joyce Barry and friends. Also, you might want to follow me, Coach Joyce Barry, uh, on Facebook and Twitter because the shows are all posted there as well, and you could click on them in those uh, ways. Joyce Barry on Facebook, B-A-R-R-I-E, Joyce Barry on Twitter. Just uh, click on any show that you see coming up, and there it is, lo and behold. Dr. Bob, while we're at it, what is your a personal website which you would like to have people check out as well? Well, thank you for that. It's uh, www.quantum, Q-U-A-N-T-U-M, performance, P-E-R-F-O-R-M-A-N-C-E, dot net, quantumperformance.net. I'm glad you mentioned that, Joyce, because we're actually redesigning uh, our website right now, uh, It'll be up within uh, the next 10 days, uh, and I would love uh, our, your audience to uh, come visit us there because we're, re, we're redirecting uh, all that we do. Um, uh, I've really, uh, we're actually transforming our, uh, um, our offering, uh, the way we're working with our clients. Uh, we're now going to be promoting uh, much more online uh, programs and services uh, uh, to uh, to our audience. So uh, thank you for, for asking. And that would be quantum, Q-U-A-N-T-U-M, performance.net. And I'm making a special request with my audience as my witness that you have a an icon for the Joyce Barry and Friends show, and you can put links to all the shows you've done for us, Dr. Bob. Listen, thank you for mentioning that because I'm actually going to do that. Uh, no, I, you know, I, I would not have thought of that, and thank you, because uh, I, I, I want to promote your show. I enjoy it so much. Uh, it's a great way for people to uh, go back to old, uh, old programs that I've done with you, and I, I, they were just such a joy to do, so I'd love to share that. So thank you. I will do that. Um, uh, also, uh, we're going to have a, uh, a daily message every day on our website, and if people uh, go to our website, interest in that, they can have that message sent to them every day directly, which is kind of an inspiring, educational, informational message that uh, they may find uh, worthwhile they want for themselves and share with uh, with their friends. So thank you. I, I will do that choice today. It sounds good to me, and I, I want to thank every other guest that has put a link to our show on their site. I really am very grateful for that, very appreciative for that. So uh, talk a little bit about becoming me, becoming us, becoming more. Uh, well, yes, again, those are the main uh, uh, themes of, of, her, uh, of the book. And the, the becoming me was really um, uh, her growing up years and discovering who she was as a person. And, of course, that's a lifelong journey. And she even says uh, that today she's still discovering – she has a good sense of self. 
So she really has a strong core, a good sense, uh, self-esteem and self-confidence. But in, uh, in the book, she describes, uh, like we all have, when, when you're going into new situations, when she first uh, uh, went into uh, uh, law practice uh, uh, with a, uh, a very big firm in Chicago, uh, my goodness, uh, it was uh, threatening to her from the point of view of just the newness. When she went to Princeton University, when she was one of the very, very few uh, black students, what it felt like, where, where, she, where her blackness stood out. I mean, uh, con- all these firsts, all these news. So the constant discovery, and of course, as she grew in her life and becoming more, more su- successful. So that was Becoming Me. The Becoming Us was really interesting because uh, she shared many of the struggles uh, in relationship. And here's a, a, a formidable person sharing uh, the intimacy of, of the relationship with her and Barack from the point of view of critical decisions early on in their life, uh, having children, where would they live, what would their career be. Uh, here's a very two sex successful people. And, and uh, how uh, uh, the struggle she had uh, uh, early on in, and later on in marriage about what her role was. You know, you don't have any preparation for being first lady. As a matter of fact, it's not even a role. But she said, oh, my goodness, I found out, yes, it's a critical role. I didn't ha- she didn't have a day to herself. Uh, her, her whole day was, was programmed uh, for her. I mean, to, to a woman who is all her life uh, independent, setting her own course, winds up in a political role where every day is planned. Uh, without even a formal title from the point of view of a job. She had a position. Uh, and, then, and now the, the transition out of, of the White House, um, and uh, I'll, I'll share with you uh, uh, part of that transition, what's happening. So to, to me, uh, the discovering of what becoming is is a critical part and underlying current throughout the whole book. Excuse me, George. I had a little dryness in my throat here. While you handle the dryness in your throat, I want to address the audience. And, folks, when are you going to pick up this book? When are you going to check out the website? Uh, JoyceBarryandFriends.com, QuantumPerformance.net. Please don't tell me you'll check it out someday, because if you're a someday person, I wrote this for you. Someday, an original poem by yours truly, Joyce Barry. I went to my calendar and took a look. I discovered that someday was not in the book. I looked carefully, for someday I did seek, but only Monday through Sunday appeared on each week. I got really confused. This was not funny. I always said someday I'd make very good money. I always said someday I'd get everything done. I always said someday I'd be number one. I always said someday this and someday that. Someday is starting to sound like very old hat. I became very sure that something was wrong. No someday on my calendar all along. I thought everything I wanted would come to be. It would happen someday. I kept telling me. It was someday. I kept telling you that all our dreams were sure to come true. How shocking to discover that all along, someday was not in the calendar. How could I be so wrong? How could I not know that why I was stuck was that someday would never, ever show up? There wasn't a calendar anywhere, none to be found, that had someday in it, it would never come around. I always knew that if something is going to be, I am totally responsible. It's all up to me. I thought of my goals and made a new list. How exciting to realize that someday did not exist. Now I really know without any doubt that Monday through Sunday is in and someday is out. So I ask you women, I ask you men, I ask myself, if not right now, 
when. Kudos to our friend Tejiva, a frequent guest as well, who has taken my poetry and put it to music. Okay, Dr. Bob, you were talking about the the art of becoming. What do you want to share about that? Well, let me share with you, um, and um, and that was a wonderful, wonderful verse you just shared with us. That was awesome. But Michelle, in her book, talks about a transition is exactly that. A passage to something new. The hand goes on the Bible. An oath gets repeated. One president's furniture is carried out while another one is uh, carried in. Closets are emptied and and refilled. Just like that, there are new heads on new pillows, new temperaments, new dreams. And when uh, term is up and when you leave the White House on the very last day, you're left in many ways to find yourself all over again. But she goes on to continue. I am now in a new beginning, in a new phase of life. For the first time for many years, I'm unhooked from any obligation as a political spouse, unencumbered by other people's expectations. I have two nearly grown-up daughters who need me less than they once did. I have a husband who is no longer carrying the weight of the nation on his shoulders. Responsibilities I felt to uh, to Sasha and and uh, Malia and to Barack, to my career and to my country. I have shifted in ways that allow me to think differently about what's coming next. I have more time to reflect, to simply be myself. At 54, I am still in progress, and I hope that will always be. I mean, isn't that awesome with regards to what the way she has had to come to grips? with walking out of the White House, a completely change uh, of hands, and, uh, and find herself now in a new place, a new beginning. Yeah, I want you to know you really inspired me to get the book. It was not on my list, but everything you said makes, makes me really want to read this book. And, folks, I'm asking you, are you going to go out and get the book and get further inspired? Are you going to go to Dr. Bob's website, quantumperformance.net? My official website is JoyceBarry.com, and you'll find out all about my services and uh, this show. Uh, so the question, the $64,000 question is, if not now, when? Joyce, Barry, and Friends, the number one worldwide Internet radio show. This poem, an original by U.S. Truly, is entitled, If Not Now, When? We are giving you the education. We are giving you the information. We are giving you the motivation. We are giving you the inspiration. What you really need to do is to put this into application. Do you want a transformation? You must use your imagination. It might take some perspiration. It's all in the preparation. You must really be sure there is no procrastination. It helps to have a fascination and very strong determination. You want a positive demonstration, achieve success in the administration. It really is the time. Give each show your consideration. What is your aspiration? What do you need for stimulation to get healthy and off that medication? To get wealthy, it's your destination. So make today the day for your participation. If you do, congratulations. If not now, when? So, Dr. Bob, uh, why don't you, uh, as we're wrapping up here, give us the transition and meaning of becoming. 
uh, how you see it. You were telling us how Michelle sees it, which she put in her book. What about becoming as it relates to you? Okay, well, let, let me share that with you because it's very appropriate to kind of where I am now and what I'm doing uh, both professionally and personally. Uh, I've, I've shared this with, before, uh, with you before, but every one of us only live in the present. That's the only place we get at. We learn from the past. We are in the present, and we prepare for the future. And I've learned more and more every day that becoming is really recognizing our life journey, that our life journey is a, a constant uh, evolving uh, of who I am at a certain time in my life. And so what my life's work is really what I am wanting to, and I am sharing with others. Uh, when I mentioned to you that I'm – repositioning uh, my work and, and how I'm sharing with others and, and to please come to my website in the next few weeks is because I've developed a kind of a, a curriculum that helps define becoming. And the first question a person has to ask themselves is revisiting what success means to them in their life and in their career. Uh, many of us have predetermined by outside forces most of the time of what success is. Uh, what my parents taught me, what my profession tells me, what other people tell me success is. Many times we don't reflect on what our life is all about. And for us to really deal with becoming, you need to know for yourself what your vision is for your life, for who you are. You need to be self-directed. You need to be able to define for yourself what your core values and beliefs are. And then, be, then commit to live by those values and beliefs uh, in seeking what you want to achieve in life. So it's really defining short-term and long-term what your goals are. And recognizing that our life is a full life, mind, body, and spirit. That we have many interests in our lives and that we have to nourish all of our life and all our capacities. So it's living a full and satisfactory life. You're the only one. I am the only one who, that can determine what it is for me. I'm the barometer. I am the gauge for that. So to me, self-discovery, self-awareness, self-direction, self-motivating, self-managing, and building relationships that enable me to be the best I can be in becoming who I am, who I am. And so that's what becoming is to me. It's a lifelong journey. It's every day a practice. I'm so, I, I enjoy so much hearing about uh, today uh, people are being uh, more reflective through meditation, uh, the study of mindfulness, um, the, you know, all these things that help us, good diet, uh, good exercise, all about uh, good um, uh, reflection on who we are, our core being. So to me, this is becoming human, uh, uh, really fulfilling what, and understanding what our humanity is. Uh, and being able to share that with others and embrace others who have a common, uh, a common desire to be all they can be. So that, to me, is what becoming is. Absolutely. Very well stated. And I just want to share, folks, you want to become all that you can be. I do want to direct you to my official website, JoyceBarry.com. You'll find out about all my coaching services and seminars, uh, also endorsements from people all over the country. So let me share just a few of my favorite testimonials. Joyce Barry is an outstanding success coach. She is a master coach, the best of the best. Here are just a few of her clients who want to endorse her. Marlon Brando. Hiring Joyce as a coach is an awful you can't refuse. President Bill Clinton. I did not have sex with that woman. I did not have sex with Joyce. She is my coach. Sylvester Stallone. Yo, Adrian, Joyce is the best coach, you know. She helped me train for Rocky, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I hired the Joyce-inator because no matter how much I may drive her crazy, I know she'll be back. President Ronald Reagan. Well, Joyce, uh, Nancy, and I just love you. There you go again. Win one for the Barry. Elvis Presley. I'm all shook up about hiring Joyce as a coach. I'll get a little less conversation, a little more coaching. Jack Nicholson. If you could handle the truth, you want Joyce as your coach. Johnny Carson. I can hire Joyce as a coach? I did not know that. That is wild. Did you know that, Ed? <laughs> Charlie Sheen. 
winning. That's because Joyce is my coach. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, Woody Allen. Are you crazy? This whole time I haven't had Joyce Barry as a coach? You kidding me? Hi, Ted Siuba, and I think and grow rich. If you were thinking about hiring Joyce Barry as your coach, just do it, and we'll grow rich together. And even Joyce Barry herself. What do Olympic athletes have that you don't have? A coach. Hire me and have this be your best year ever. If not now, when? I want that gold medal. I want to hire me. Email coachjoyce at AOL.com. That's coachjoyce at AOL.com. Coach Joyce at AOL.com and put in the subject line uh, that you heard the show today, uh, Dr. Bob. I always like to know what inspired you to email me. So why don't you do that? And uh, I'd love to hear from you any suggestions, any recommended guests. Uh, I, and I will, for the most part, answer you, time permitting, because I love receiving feedback, recommendations. Uh, and um, what your thoughts are about any of our shows. Speaking of thoughts, Dr. Bob, what are your final thoughts? Well, first of all, I want to be able to have the celebrities you have given me the <laughs> testimonies that you got. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I, that's because I, I am friendly with mediums and psychics who have great powers to bring them from the other worlds and onto our show. So thank you Just for that. Just awesome. Just awesome. Listen, Joyce, I enjoy so much being with you and your audience. I really enjoyed our topic today, our subject matter, and I do hope that uh, folks take the time to um, read this wonderful book on, on becoming and also visiting my website within the next couple of weeks and seeing what I have to serve them and thank you so much for the opportunity to be with you again my pleasure as always so is there anything you want to say to wrap up the show what message you want well, to leave our audience with yes I do because I think you and I have talked very much and had many shows on our current political situation and I ask people to please be involved be open-minded Get out there and understand what is necessary for us as a society, as Americans, to be able to have a, a, a effective political process. Get involved and uh, be part of the change uh, that you wish to bring to this country. Thanks so much, Joyce. Uh, absolutely. I really want to thank you, Dr. Bob. You're always welcome on our show. You are an awesome friend and guest. Uh, folks, to you, I want to say, pay it forward, pay it backwards, do a random act of kindness, make someone happy today, and we want to make you happy every day. Thus, we, we bring you the messages that hopefully will inspire and empower you. And here is my special prayer for all of you. May yesterday be the last day, the very last day of your struggles, your suffering, your ill health, your misfortunes, your problems, your pain, your worries, your troubles, your trials and tribulations. May today be the first day. It is the first day of the rest of your life. May it be the beginning of the very best of your life with extraordinary wishes granted and dreams coming true. Make this the most meaningful year of making more money, good health, good luck, good fortune, attracting special people and opportunities, creating magical memories and manifesting marvelous miracles. So yes, folks, we want you to be happy and create those miracles. We want to invite you to sing along with us, dance along with us, and laugh along with us, and you can do that right here, right now, to the Joyce Barry Mash. Thank you. God bless you. I was listening to Blog Talk Radio when my ears heard something that I did know. From the speakers of my laptop, I heard a voice. It was the white Oprah, also known as Joyce. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She is a coaching smash. He did the mash. 
You'll catch on in a flash. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. I felt so inspired by her show. And her poetry was just so good, you know. I want to listen to Joyce again and again. As Joyce would say, if not now, when? He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She is a coaching smash. He did the mash. You'll catch on in a flash. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. Joyce knows all about having fun. She's a home business wizard and she's just begun. She's a coaching sensation for not just me or you or her. It's for everyone. You can mash. Do the Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She's a home business smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Do the Joyce Barry mash. (laughs) Have a fantastic day and listen to Joyce Barry and friends. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.